0: budget travel podcast episode three can you believe we made it to three we've already made it to three (laughs) i'm proud of us effort i know i'm proud of us too um we almost took each other's hair out post step two and then dad had a good like coaching session with us he really didn't use the tension (laughs) he won't be here always to do that so it was good yeah we're we're using dad as an that we're not paying. And we're also forcing him to be our guest in this episode. So that's exciting. So welcome to Single Mom Budget Travel Podcast. I'm Chrissy. I'm 43. I'm a radio producer by trade. My son, Zephyr, who is 14. What's up? Uh, we have been traveling the world um, mostly full time for the last four years, other than the pandemic, which got in our way. But we did backpacking across the world. We've been to over 120 cities and almost 40 countries, and we did it on a tiny budget. And we continue to travel on a tiny budget um, because I am not that wealthy. I, think poor. I, am, I am poor. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can be classified as that. I think poor is his. Hyster- Systemic and broke is like your current. I'm always broke, so then it feels like that's systemic, right? Which is poor. Yeah. Um,
1: so right on the poverty line. Oh,
0: <laughs>
1: right, right there You're on the not cusp. Wrong.
2: Wrong. Exactly. In the All
0: right. Sorry. The person who um, should pay more in child support and oh, is in- <laughs> <that> does
1: is Wow. <laughs> oh, we could do an episode about that. Wouldn't that. be for this podcast. <laughs> it'd, be a, it'd be a legal podcast.
0: I kicked him right in the grind just to welcome him into the podcast. Um, it's Byron, my ex-husband, your dad, Byron Cook Show, ByronCookShow.com, Byron Cook Show on Instagram, and Byron Cook on Instagram, Cook with an E.
1: Yeah, thank you very so much. Extra. Thank you, yeah. And so my background is radio as well, which is why Zephyr tends to be quite, quite decent at speaking into a microphone at the age of 14 because his mom and dad both do it. So, yeah. Um, and
0: we did a live show while I was pregnant with Zephyr. So, I think in the womb, in utero, all you heard was radio shows.
1: Yeah. It was, it, was it it was, was destiny.
2: As I'm in the womb.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would say, like, I have to go throw up, Byron. Can you put Muse, Knights of Sidonia" on? Because that's a long song. Um, but anyway, so here we are. We're a divorced family, and we also travel together, which I – don't know a lot of divorced families that do, but we try and set a certain standard for ourselves, even when we're going to rip each other's hair out, which is normal and natural. This guy here doesn't have any, he doesn't hair. Have any hair to rip out. He has well, chest hair.
1: Not that it matters, but I have a very low hairline. <laughs> and I choose to be like this. And like balls? And there's no beef towards actual balding men that's fine that's i, I don't you think have like
0: a very deep widow's pink.
1: i'm not balding and and i also wear a hat quite often not because i'm balding it's just because i choose to wear a hat
0: yeah so anyway byron dad is dad so if i say dad it, i mean byron my ex-husband zephyr's dad um has traveled with us right we've done a couple of countries together um on our travels and you know the the last two episodes we did the first one was introducing single mom budget travel and what we do and how we got started with that and then the second one that we did which i really recommend you listening to is is responding to the number one question we get from people which is how do i do this and it's we have a list of five things that if you want to travel like we do um at more in a more extensive uh, way and on a budget then we have five things for you to consider
1: you know what i liked about that it was almost like one of those choose your own adventure books (laughs) no honestly and and for people that think they might want to do what you two mainly have tried to do that episode if you haven't heard it go back because it's effectively a checklist and if you're not checking at least four out of the five if not five out of the five you need to choose your own adventure another way and you'll eventually possibly get back to where you are but i thought it was. Really smart for a second episode because that way we're all singing off the same song sheet. If you've got to episode three of this podcast, it's because either you've checked off the five from last episode or you've gone, there's no way in the world I'm doing that, (laughs) so I'm just going to voyeuristically follow these guys and it's like escapism for me because I would never do what these two – Are doing. That was great. And I do get a
0: lot of that too. Like I would never do that. I'm like, okay, (laughs) I'm not asking you to, but that's cool. Yeah. Um. So, just sharing the adventures, which brings us to episode three. And you know, we wanted to get into destinations instead of just keeping it super technical about travel, which we're going to cover a lot of technical stuff for travel, budgets, packing um things to think of safety wise like yeah. you know all that kind of stuff but we also want to cover destinations we've yeah. been to we've been to 120 cities, cities. Correct. so and in almost 40 countries i think i've crossed through but you haven't quite yet into um, tanzania Yeah, you've been to uh, tanzania. yeah and speaking of africa this episode is i think one of the most important episodes to kick off with in destinations because this particular adventure tops people's travel bucket list. And that is an African safari. Now when people start looking at African safaris and they're really prominent now on Instagram and, you know, TikTok and stuff, it's like amazing. You see these animals up close and it's just like, you can't even believe it. And these, you know, like an elephant is two feet away from you. Don't touch them ever. Um, but then they go to look at these adventures and they can range from like ten to $20,000 and people get really discouraged. And I actually had been on a probably what was a $20,000 almost two-week Tanzanian safari.
1: In another life, not it, on this. Not
0: in another life. Yeah. Uh, like when I was 19, this. actually. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, I, I went was. with my mom and we did that together. And somebody else actually paid for it. So um, it, was a
1: thing. it was a corporate thing. And yeah. so when it's corporate money, who cares? Right. Go for it. But this whole thing that you guys have done is about stretching your budget. budget. And so, Perfect. yeah, the, this you had to be smart with
0: No this. one believed me that we could go to Africa on a budget and do a safari on a budget because I think people just don't, they think they just must follow whatever is being sold to them in a package and africa is daunting to people first of all it's a continent not a country and people speak about it like it's a country it's like a ton of countries and they're all very different right um but specifically the african safaris people tend to go to tanzania to kenya and then to south africa or zambia uh uh Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe, those areas so southern region and then to the serengeti right that's where the grasslands animals are and whatever jungle safaris are totally different right so that's like uganda totally different thing foresty separate right we're talking african safari serengeti vibes like one toto we won't sing it because we don't want to pay the royalty um Yes, we were all thinking it in our heads, but we're not going to sing it. Wait, I was just half a second. Don't okay, can we do
1: it? That's can we do the instrumental bit? Can we- <laughs> no. Okay, sorry. Oh, don't
0: don't. No, that's it. That's all. So, the easiest route to Africa is depending on where you're from. Like Byron, you flew straight from Australia to Africa.
1: Yeah, Yeah. through a connection at Abu Dhabi and then down to Nairobi. So two flights, two straight shots to get there, I thought was a pretty good effort. Yeah. Um, So that's the first thing, I suppose, if you're listening to this in a place like Australia – it's not daunting. It was two flights. Yeah. It took me four flights to get to your house here in New Orleans.
0: Yeah, it takes two to get to Europe, and it's, Aussies tend to go to Europe all, a lot. So, like you know, whatever. Oh. So hard oh. isn't that daunting for Americans. The easiest thing to do is usually to cross through um, Europe, and you're usually crossing through Amsterdam. The Schiphol Airport has uh, direct flights on KLM, which I've done before and were great. We used British Airways, so we actually tr- we went from Amsterdam. Then we had to change flights in London to get on the you know, it was British Airways, so they just stop in London. But we came from Amsterdam to London to Nairobi. And it was actually fine. It's not as far as you imagine once you're on the continent of Europe, right? Because Africa's just below. You read a map. Um So We did that. I got really, I think the flights from the UK to Nairobi were the things I booked the most in advance on this trip because I wanted to get a good deal. And I just knew that traveling, I I knew what we wanted to do. And that was, I knew October was a great time to go. And it's also when the elephant migration is, and that that would be something really fun for us. And so that is really specific to a time and a place. And I booked that in advance.
1: So that research you did, though, I would imagine it's as simple as Googling, um, knowing the geographic area that you're thinking about going, and then just do your research and to make sure that you're going to see certain animals you want to see. That's right.
0: Right. Because, right. you know, you're not going to, as I said, you're not going to see a gorilla on a Serengeti, like that. just do some research look at things that are like top 10 best safari experiences in Africa and you're going to get the most expensive one, but it might spark ideas for you or it might give you locations, right? So use that as a guide and then to travel hack it, to do it cheaper. Again, if you're one of those people that uses credit card points, this is a great way. This is where you want to use your airline miles because those trips are not usually cheap getting into Africa. And then you're adding expensive visas. You have to add expensive of travel vacs, which costs quite a bit because usually travel vaccines like yellow fever and mal- and malaria pills and typhoid are not included in insurance and you do have to pay extra.
1: And I remember getting my vaccinations for Kenya actually holding the little yellow booklet that they gave me in Melbourne, Australia. Okay. And it was funny because this predated the debate about mandates for the COVID vaccine internationally. Right. Uh, you know, for for as long as planes have been flying, um, you, you have required from certain countries yeah. Yeah. to re-enter your own country. Never mind the, the, the Kenyans probably go, welcome, they, they're, they're, they're cool, but, I think.
0: But I think, no, it does, like there is health requirements from your country that say, hey, if you're going to a place with yellow fever, you have to be
1: vaccinated. It's getting back. Yeah. So 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 uh, because there's herd immunity uh, in, in, in places like Kenya. So, yes, um, even those vaccinations – They they came at a cost, and and everything does need to be costed in, including those vaccinations. I I remember it was like, it wasn't like money that was lying around in the ashtray. Like, there was a bit of extra money, even. Yours was cheaper than ours.
0: Zephyr Night was $1,800 when all was said and done in the United States, which.
1: Well, that's an important note. I mean, that's an important note in terms of your budget.
0: Yes, it is. You have to be realistic with this, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I was getting us vaccinated at the beginning of our travels just so that we. Could go anywhere, right? And the other thing about vaccinations and and just like a little tiny, just we we'll, won't harbor on it too much. But if you're going to a place that you're a guest, you should probably treat yourself like behave like a guest, right? So you don't want to bring in anything to them. You don't want to put yourself at risk, and then you don't want to bring anything back to your own country because that's like that's that's good travel manners. You need to have travel manners. I'm big on that. So. Yeah. This is not a debate VAX versus non-VAX. This no. is like, this is the rule. And all of them. Uh, don't be a dick. So let's talk about, we're going to go do this Kenyan safari. We've honed it in to the fact that we're going in October, which is the elephant migration. One of the areas is Amboseli. When you start reading about it, Amboseli is just outside of Nairobi. It's about three or four hours outside of that. That felt like right when we were in the car. Yeah. Yeah. So we decided... The thing that is so interesting is like when you book these big, like you we look at those pre-planned safari things, right? They sell you these two week or the one week or the ten day because I figure you're going all the way over there and it always feels far, but it really is that far for global travel. Like particularly if you're coming from Australia, pretty much most places are far, right? So um, and then, and then is the same thing if you're going to the Europe, it's still far. So the thing to think is like you don't need to pay a tour company, they're up-pricing everything because they are the company, right? They're organizing everything. They're making sure that they're taking, they you know, organize the drivers, the guides, the hotels, the stay, and every single thing is done through that company.
1: And has cream on the top of every single thing. Exactly. So that company can make a income.
0: Correct right? And they're going to pay their employees and that's cool. Like no big deal, but you can hack it. You don't need, first of all, you can go to Nairobi. It's a modern city. You're not like landing in the middle of this. Serengeti When you land in Nairobi, it's a vibrant, modern city, right? So uh, there are a few, safety, it, you know, considerations for like Nairobi. It's some of the places you can't just walk around, particularly they tell you, even at the hotel that we stayed at, which was in the embassy region of nairobi so we were like across from embassies for countries they were like hey this isn't something for you guys to just walk around at night if you want us to take you out let you know let us know um as we did a couple of different things we did a hotel for a few nights we did a two-day one-night safari with a tour company then we did an airbnb for a few nights
1: that was out in a region Called Karen, yeah. Um, and Aussies will find that hilarious because all these jokes about women called Karen. But no, it's actually Karen, which is a regional it's like outpost a suburb of
0: Nai- Nairobi. Yeah, and that
1: yeah. was a fantastic base for a couple of days at an Airbnb from which we could do a tour. that was literally hosted by the Airbnb host, That's and we just right. went in his car. It was fantastic.
0: <laughs> it was not, that was Nairobi National Park. So yeah. we did. For Alistair two. Campbell. Alistair Campbell. Shout out. Shout out to Alistair. So. And then Zephyr and I ended up on the last night doing something really wild and we stayed in a bus, which was fun, the Brandy Bus, the which Brandy bus, on Instagram, yeah. check it out. It's amazing. But what that allowed us to do was have flexibility. We got to see two different parks because we went down to Amboseli on the two-day, one-night safari that we did, which had the hotel and had the meals included. And
1: our own driver, Fred. I remember his name. He was fantastic. Our Natural World. Yep. Yeah, I believe
0: that the safari company was called Natural World Safaris, but we don't know if they're still post-COVID in business, but Byron and Zephyr lovingly called him Fred Natural World as if that was his whole name. Um, <laughs> yeah. and was, he's Byron, not Fred,
2: he's Fred Natural World. Yeah.
0: yeah. Byron and I split all the costs for accommodations and meals across the the two of us because we share our son. Um, and then, so the, the two night, two day, so these two long days of safariing, right? Including getting up early in the morning, the second day to see the Lions. You have to get up really early for the lions. A, a really lovely, beautiful hotel that we ended up in that night. And then tons of safariing around to see the elephants. That was at Amboseli National Park. That was, I'm not even kidding you, for two days, one night, plus all our meals, $500.
1: Which was a steal and was amazing and that's because you did the research, you found the company directly, no other intermediary, it was our money straight to Natural World Safaris, hopefully they asked them in business because they were great and then what I liked was I had a week off my radio show. Now, so instead of a seven-day expensive safari pre-booked with one of those agencies that had all their money on top of everything... We managed to to fill out seven days by, when I joined you guys in Nairobi, Spent a couple of nights in Nairobi in a relatively affordable best western hotel. Yep. Still able to see bits of Nairobi. We went to a restaurant that Barack Obama had eaten at, yep. which was
0: Mama Oleg's.
1: A Sensational restaurant. We had quite a few. We had goat curry somewhere. Yep. Uh, yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. stuff. Well, you, you did you were really good at looking up like the local good restaurants I love there. That. Yeah.
1: So there's an affordable way to start to stretch out your trip a little bit. Then you put us on the natural world trip, which was only one night, two days. Then we went to the Airbnb out at Karen where literally because you did your research with the Airbnb, yeah. you found this Alistair guy yeah. and that was just through, again, hard work, research. These, these things don't just happen. you got to look for them. Yeah. There's seven days, but the Airbnb was too bad. We paid
0: $60 a night. So we stayed in a two-bedroom house on this huge plot. This guy's basically his own little reservation, right? It's about an acre or two or something like that. He had our house that we rented and then a house next to him and then another guest house in his main mansion. And so we stayed in the the guest house that had two bedrooms and a bathroom and a nice living room and a full kitchen, $60 a night American between us. So we split it $30 a night American USD each. Um, And then Alistair, because he has a, like he's a local, he has a license to go into the Nairobi national park. So we paid him to do the National Park Safari, right? So I think we paid him $60 plus, like, the entrance fee to the park for each of us to do that. And he packed us a fried fried chicken chicken. lunch. lunch.
1: Lunch. Oh, boy.
0: That'll be for the story time part of the episode. Well,
1: that can go right now because that lunch was unforgettable. Yeah. But not for a good reason.
0: No, because you two morons. Let us explain. No, no. (laughs) Explain what? Explain how you guys almost got. Okay. All right. You tell us. You tell them,
2: yeah. and we will. We will explain this together, and it, it's integral. This is an integral part of our, our journey. So we're, we're we've just we've parked at a certain uh, area in in
0: Amboseli National. No, Park. this is Nairobi National Park because we're with Alistair and his I fried know. chicken. Right, he with the fried <laughs> Alistair, fried chicken. This is an important part of this. Sorry, my bad. Nairobi, not
2: Amboseli. Nairobi. Um, and we're having lunch. We we found a, a parking space and there was like some benches. Yeah. Now now
1: can I just provide a bit of extra context?
0: The was a
2: nowhere. No, there was
1: no <laughs> it, was it was a bit bench. of a rest rest area. Yeah, it, now, was a it was a, a designated rest area. But here's okay. the other thing to remember because no one else was on this trip but us, so it's important to paint this picture. Okay. A national park, whether it's Ambasselli or Nairobi is a large area which is fenced off from the rest of civilised society, right? So once you go through those fences, there are just lions running around, there are baboons running around, there are tigers, there are rhinos, There there are hippos, there are all these animals because you are in the park that has massive fences around it.
0: two guys who are afraid of animals. So then
1: when old mate Alistair decides it's time to pull out the fried chicken lunch and sets up two deck chairs and a fold-out table in an open space where a lion could just arrive, that, for me, the trip overall was fun. That bit wasn't.
2: (laughs) 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 So, So, so... Basically, we, we feel like at the first, we're like, okay, we're safe because there's this guy. He's got this big gun
0: with Well, him. there was a ranger that happened ranger to be there. And Alistair said, if you pay him 20 bucks, he'll hang around. Well, we paid him 20 bucks. We oh, did, but then he also, then he goes, oh, you know, there's a lot of baboons. So maybe pay the ranger 20 bucks to hang around. I think there was two guys. It was like a ranger with a gun and his assistant. And then then he goes, oh. Well, you know what, down is just down the road, just down the way. It's a road, there's no road, it was just down the way. Is the crocodile river thing. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, I want to see that. He's like, Okay, well, if you want to see that, you got to go with the guy with the gun.
1: Yeah, well, you wanted to see that. <laughs> Zephyr and I are like, Nah, no, let's not swim with crocodiles. Look, you wanted to go down with the guy with the big gun. Yes. So, Which also
0: was a dumb idea if you think about it, just like women's safety, like I'll follow the guy with the gun into the woods. like. We both made interesting decisions in that moment. We didn't
1: ask you to go. We said we'd prefer you not go. No, I want to go down and hang out with crocodiles with a man I've never met who's holding a gun, (laughs) who's taking (laughs) me down into a...
0: Oh, don't worry. I'll shoot the crocodile if they come towards you. Like, that is like, yeah. That
1: left Zephyr and I up eating our fried chicken. (laughs) With Alistair! Who who didn't have a gun, being stared at by baboons, who we knew from our research have been known to rip people apart.
0: (laughs) Your fear of baboons. The
1: us off. They were staring at us. You
0: were calling them terrorists, which was unfair. They're in their natural habitat. How is it you're a relaxing lunch?
1: Okay, try this. Try this. Go, if you're in Sydney, go to Taronga Zoo, go into the baboon enclosure and set up a lunch. Just set up a deck chair in there. That that was what we actually did without the protection of a zoo because the protector had left with your mother's <laughs> there. Yes. And so I come
0: back with the guy with the you know the oh, ranger and you no no, no you no, too no, i come back and i see you guys locked in the car freaking out alistair's just casually sipping coffee like it's no big deal you're literally sh- like banging on the windows of the car as if you're in jurassic park the
1: baboons had encroached the baboons <laughs> no they were at a safe distance staring at us which was still weird was out the no no you were down you, how do you know what we're talking about you were down with the crocodiles and the weird guy with yeah. the gun the baboons were staring at us really intensely which was creepy as then they started looming closer and i'm like that's it we're out no way we are not sitting here and Zephyr and i we didn't care about alistair he can get eaten by baboons for all week care it was no. It was every man for himself. I'm obviously going to save my son's life. Aww. No, if Alice there. No, if Alice there, is stupid enough fried chicken with baboons running around. That's on him. We ended up in the car, locked in there. And I remember I even put this on my Instagram. I'll find the video. I remember I said to Zephyr, "If we've lost your mother, at least you still have a father. No, so at least we both didn't go down, and and he would be effectively you know sort of orphan." Yeah.
2: And so, but another funny addition is: so we're we're in the car, we're locked in the car, we've locked the doors, we're absolutely petrified. We've brought our fried chicken with us, and is in the front. He's in, he's he you know he's at the at the wheel, and he goes, "Hey, you want me to get some coffee in the back?" I'm like, it,
1: we're like, really, really." <laughs> we just saved our own lives. No, we don't want to go back out. <laughs> <laughs> we're
0: get a of coffee. The great thing about Alistair is he looks like. Like Sir Richard Attenborough, who was the guy from Jurassic Park, the original movie, but it's the Scottish version of that. So he's like old, kind of chubby, great like glasses, white hair, looking like an old Scottish man. It's David Attenborough, I think you think. No, David is the one who does the nature documentary. Richard <laughs> has a beard. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, okay, no. okay. Well, well, Alistair is an incompetent Richard Attenborough. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't quite. Oh, great, though great bloke and i love staying at his property in karen yeah i just felt like he wasn't quite up to the safari side of it but we did have fun we're still here to all talk about that's it that's
0: right and, and you know one of the things about safari um because we're just focusing on nairobi national morons over here is that we, we did nairobi national park but we did do the ambicelli as well and the thing about it is, is people it's like you tick off Your animals that you see, they, you know, people like to bring their safari cards, right? Did I see the big five? Did I see this? Did I see that? Did I see rhino? If you just do two days, one night in Amboseli or something similar, like in Tanzania is also a great place for that, any Serengeti type uh, situation, uh, and then you do, you know, Nairobi National Park, you're, you are going to pretty much tick it off. And the same goes for like South Africa. If you do any of the big Kruger National Parks, you're really ticking off the list. We saw everything. I think the only thing we didn't see was panthers, but we saw leopards, We saw cheetahs. We saw the lions. we saw the elephants. We saw the giraffes, obviously zebras. We saw hippos and really special which even alistair said is like once every few years they you find them up in nairobi national park with the rhinos oh that was exceptional and there was four of them he couldn't believe that they weren't charging the car i mean that was really intense remember how quiet he was he was scared he was like well, was just good to know he was scared turn <laughs> off the and we'll, we'll just sit here and be super quiet and I remember hearing our heartbeats in that car. We were so quiet, and I'm trying to film, and my hands were shaking because you mean basically you don't mess with a rhino, right? So, yeah. Bottom
2: line, you're not getting back home. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> he not said that to us. He's like, I've never done this, you know. So, you instead the ten thousand dollar experience is amazing, and in those experiences, you usually stay at incredible hotels and all these things. But um, with our experience. We only probably spent, like, a couple of grand collectively, including flights, yes. and we saw and did everything.
1: And I don't want to make less of the fact that other than that lunch, which is now just a funny story within our family, and we were a bit scared. We've probably, put a, no, we've probably put a bit of mayo on that story. I to make don't
0: it, think so. I no, saw well, you guys clamoring in the car. I'm so saying that was um, the only
1: time for all of our talk about, oh, the rhino could have charged the car. Honestly, the emotions of... All of it, except for pe- perhaps just that one moment with the picnic lunch.
2: So no, honestly,
1: was just beauty, and you're yeah. overwhelmed by this sheer beauty. It's it's you're not scared, and even with Alice T. Even I remember that right that moment. I actually wasn't even remotely scared. It was very calm. It was. It's the best thing I've ever done. Is that safari? I, and, and you guys have travelled more than me. I just joined in on the odd part of your journeys because you know I've got other things and I can't be on it all the time and plus I'm your ex-husband and that would just be weird yeah
0: but single non-budget travel exactly not travel with your ex. I can
1: honestly say of all the travel experiences I've had maybe even life experiences it is just one of the best things I could not recommend it highly enough it is something beautiful to do and I know this is primarily targeting families that are to travel and perhaps you know single oh,
0: families oh but
1: for any. Honestly, I, I thought of it, not to be awkward, but I thought when I was on it, like I was loving the fact that I was sharing this moment with my son and his mum, my ex-wife, but I was thinking it would actually be a really romantic
0: Oh, it definitely is. For
1: a couple. It is. For a couple of kids. Kids also love it. But if you're listening to this and you're like, "Yeah, Yo, I don't have kids. Cute story with Zephyr. But, you know, no, no, no. It, it, there's something beautiful and romantic about it. It would be a great thing too.
0: And speaking of that, let's just do some housekeeping here. You know, you can travel to Africa safely with young ones, but you know, I think there are certain rules or considerations if you're bringing infants, just because of the various vaccina- vaccinations and diseases and stuff. And that's not to say that those aren't everywhere in the world, right? That's just, that. That's kind of something that you should point out. And then also, when you're doing safaris, you know, there are certain kids. Again, we're talking. Let's just harken back to episode two of like, what's appropriate? And is your kid kid up to this? Because people ask, I don't know if my kid could do a safari. The thing about it is there is a level of responsibility in doing a safari. And it comes with being respectful of the animals, being able to know that like in a safari, you're in a car for a long period of time and it's probably hot. So even if they provide you with everything, there's times when just like your safety is, you need to be quiet. So if you have a rambunctious kid or you have a kid that can't be quiet when they're told to be quiet, they are not ready for a safari yet.
1: Really good point. And, and also um, you're wearing, I was wearing the most intense insect repellent I've ever oh worn. My God. Oh yeah. You have to wear that. So again, if you've got a kid that finds wearing anything Sunscreen
0: annoying, and, and stick repellent, are like, you just, you're,
1: you're, you're, lathered up like some sort of wrestler, you know, like you, you've, got, you've got all this stuff all over you. And also, even if you're lucky enough to have an air-conditioned vehicle, a lot of the fun of this is at least in the vehicle that we had. It is an open-top vehicle, yeah. allowing you great views. But then it means you're exposed to the, the the harsh heat and sun. Yeah. So you're tested. It tests you, but in this beautiful way. But it right. definitely pushes your limits. But, you know, us Caucasians from my part of the world, even in Australia, which can certainly get hot. Yeah. Not like this. Yeah. Like, when they Africa.
0: say it's Africa hot. Yeah.
1: Like, Africa <laughs> hot, and you're out all day because you're trying to maximize. In our case, you've only done a two day trip. So you want to get everything out of it. That's you right. know, it would, it would be a waste to go, oh, that was fun, Fred. That was a great hour and a half. Let's go back in our air conditioned room. Or nah. like your
0: kid is melting down because they, you know, they're too hot or they're. Yeah, you will like, waste your you opportunity. Yeah.
1: you got to have kids who are up for it because it is, it is testing, but like beautiful testing. Yeah. But it's
0: testing. Yeah. Is that an your favorite part, by the way? I didn't even oh. ask. What was my favorite part? Hmm. I mean... Because I, you were the kid in the trip. I
2: uh, uh, Just of uh, the safari and all yeah. that. I, I know this is going to sound, like, cheesy and, like, you know, generic, but like, honestly, like, I couldn't, like, put my finger on a specific part. It was just the overall experience, you know? And I wouldn't, like, when we're traveling, you know, sometimes I'm very much in travel mode. We're getting to this place. We're going to go see this. We're doing... Just, like sitting in that car it, 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 despite how hot it was sitting in that car watching the elephants pass there yeah. was no there was no oh we're having to get to this destination it was so blissful yeah so calm and, and it's, it's not, not a zoo either you're like you're in their habitat yeah and and another you know, thing is you obviously have to be respectful don't get too close to them you have to be there if they come close to you, you have to be very calm yeah which can be hard for you know younger children yeah um but, yeah, it was just, and you cried, tears were shed. I, and I did.
0: I was it was very really emotional.
1: The thunderous sound of a herd of wild elephants is something I'll, I'll never forget. And yeah. the other thing is, and Zephyr's nailed it, in a way, the pace changes. It's not like when you guys might have been in the hustle bustle of a Berlin or a Paris or something. Yeah. The pace changes, and it's a bit like fishing. Oh, yeah. You might, and this is why you don't want to have kids that aren't patient, because. You could go for an hour, not see anything. But then, if you weren't concentrating or you weren't still enthusiastic about the experience, you miss some amazing thing right beneath you. It could be a hippo in like a swamp marsh type bit of water. Something that needs your attention. But you've got to be prepared for prolonged periods of nothing.
0: And you and I spent the extra hundred bucks to have our own private car, right? Because I knew you were tall and, you know, sometimes you have the option of a private land cruiser. Sometimes you're in a bus situation with other people. If you're in a bus situation with the other people, which can be more affordable, um, you really need to respect that other people have paid thousands of dollars to be there with you. So your kid's screaming because you haven't seen a lion yet. Or because they're hungry, that's just like that. You know me. That's just shit. I don't do. Like if you're there and you're sharing an experience where other people have also paid to be there, you've got to have your kids in check. So, and I know that kids are so hard to control. Right? Like it, I get it. I am a mom, and I did a lot of this child stuff by myself. I experienced fits. I think you do have to take responsibility for your kids if you want them to do this. Wait till they're just a little. Older.
1: And the rewards are there. So for that two-day, one-night safari that was through Natural World, where we stayed was still a nice resort. I remember yeah. it was a nice restaurant. The food Love was nice. Food. You still had your kids fun. Yeah, like yeah. at the end of a long day of safari, Zeph and I did have a swim and it was yeah. fun. And we still did sort of normal fun stuff. So, so the kids... I oh, fell asleep at dinner,
0: though, remember? That was yeah, hilarious. Was
1: really Straight
0: crazy. on my shoulder. He just crashed yeah. out. I, mean, I
1: did <laughs> remember that. <laughs> yeah. But so the kids can be patient. They will enjoy it. There will be times where they're going to be tested a bit. Yeah. They do still have the fun of maybe a, a late evening swim, uh, yeah. a nice a nice meal inside of one of these restaurants. There's still some, you know, things that we would find more normal as yeah. part of that experience. And then
0: I guess my top tip. For Africa, safari is just something, a mentality you have to remember is, those are real people. It's a real country. Those people live there. They're not for your consumption or photography. Like, if you wouldn't just walk out into your neighborhood and take a picture of somebody without their permission, like, you we tend to, white people particularly tend to disassociate things when we see like, oh, I I went to this Maasai village and I took all these pictures or I saw this person off the side of the road that didn't look like me. I'm going to take a picture. Like Africa is one of those places, particularly in safari, where they know the tourists have come to, to have a look. If you are approached by any of the Maasai, you have to be firm about saying no thank you to what they're selling you or if that you don't want their picture. If you do, you better be prepared to pay them. Like, that's how it works. And that could be somebody that just approaches your car on the side of the road.
1: May I say, the Maasai, it is an extraordinary um, experience to be inside of a national park. And I know I mentioned sort of half facetiously, let's not forget you're in a place that's gated off, that, that has these lions running around. And the Maasai still to this day live in that environment. Right.
0: They have nomadic rights, and
1: coexist in that environment. It's, 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 it's an incredible culture just, just to witness on that level. Yeah. It was amazing. Then, of course, um, on our way back from Amboseli in Fred's vehicle, um, I did have the chance to pick up some souvenirs from some local vendors.
0: <laughs> 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 and, uh, um, say, uh, you know the conversion rate.
1: We- Maths in high school, but somewhere on the line I forgot how to do maths. Yeah. You took and money
0: I,
2: out
1: of the ATM. I had a horrible uh, miscalculation of currency.
2: Add
1: another zero. So um, I tell you what, I was making Fox FM breakfast show money back then, so I didn't really notice. It I did notice it was enough to notice. I thought I was getting a hundred dollars out of an ATM. I took a thousand dollars out of an ATM. <laughs> I've ended up paying because I couldn't count and I didn't understand the currency conversion. I have paid a local vendor for a lovely wooden carving <laughs> 10 times the market rate.
0: It was, it was $8 and you paid him 80, it was $80. He was like, You know what? He followed you out. Like he was bowing to you at the oh, end. And I
1: was carried out of there like I was <laughs> royalty. And yeah. like, and I remember saying to you guys, this- No, no. Yeah. I remember saying to you guys, how kind of the locals!
2: <laughs> that was so kind. And then you're calling your bank. You're like, yeah. And
1: then he, I checked my balance and my. I went onto the internet banking and I'm like, hang on, why is it eight hundred dollars less? Then you, then, you,
0: then you freaked out too. Then you, you called, called the, set up the wireless router in the middle, literal Serengeti so you could call ANZ Bank and be like, excuse me, you've done the conversion
2: wrong. You're yelling at them and you realize, oh, I'm de- never mind. So Sorry. So <laughs> this is
1: your thing, your whole hey, travel tips at Single Mum Budget travel, I'm no, just the guest. But, but, yeah, know the currency exchange. <laughs> Don't wow. make them yeah.
2: Oh, but also on the good side. if you ever go back there, they, they will. I know it, it.
0: They know you <laughs> now. <laughs> and you made quite the impression. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 I
1: have a very small teaspoon here. I'm going to sell you for three hundred dollars.
0: <laughs> no. So, um, Africa, yes, everyone, right? A resounding yes. Safari, yes. Top, top, like five moment on the entire, like our entire trip for me.
1: I think with all those important caveats that were mentioned, absolutely a bit like episode two with your checklist. As yes. long as you can check off those other things, no, no, honestly, I, I, I would love to do it again. Probably not with my ex wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: funny. All right, Zephyr, oh, this has been fun. It was cool to have dad. Do you remember? When also, Dad got Dad was scared of the baboons, but then he had to pee so bad he like had to get out and pee where the baboons oh, were. <laughs> I have I a picture of him. I, <laughs> I have a photo of him like oh, and he's like yelling at me to go away because he's peeing, but also he's like, "That's a baboon right over there." I was like, you not antagonize it. Yeah, yeah. And, and and side note, um, one of the things I
2: did, and this should be a fun activity for kids, like just like counting how many of each animal you see. Yeah. So first of all. Wildebeest, thousands of them. Oh yeah. They're the yeah. they're the McDonalds of the yeah. because they're they're, they're easy. Everywhere. Yeah. There's they're easy to eat for the for the carnivores. Yeah, they are the uh,
1: end of the food chain, those wildebeests. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel
0: like they
1: exist to be eaten in wildlife documentaries. Or oh, <laughs> in the
0: food chain. Yes. Yeah. And that's why you see them immediately go, Oh, this is not gonna go well. Um no, and, then one. There's,
2: <laughs> and then there's the um then there's the uh what the wildebeest, right? He just said wildebeest. The warthogs? The warhogs. Oh, I mean the, and the the, buf- the buffalo. buffalo. Oh the yeah, the buffalo. buffalo. Yeah, I, the water buffalo. The, buffalo. the water buffaloes were awesome. Yeah, they were. There yeah, there was the, the hogs and the, um we the saw warhogs.
1: What warthogs? Sound? I know we're wrapping up the, the episode here, but the in the morning when we woke up for the one night we spent in that one nice Money. hotel. You, you woke up, but because you have the local knowledge of the likes of Fred, the tour guide, and yeah. they can tell you, that's why you had to get up early that morning because that's when the lions that's are out. right. So it's nice to have a guide, even if it is just for the one night, to give you some of that local knowledge. So That's, yeah. that's the only reason we call the lions is because they need to get up early. But you don't need an alarm clock out there because, quite honestly, you hear the monkeys yes. panicking about the arrival of packs of lions. Oh, that's right. Outside your hotel, (laughs) 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 with a beautiful (laughs)
0: view of Mount Kilimanjaro, with (laughs) very high
1: fences. But you wake up to the sound of monkeys panicking at the arrival. It's just you can't dream this stuff up. The sound Mm -hmm. of it, it, it wasn't really frightening. It was just you just felt like I'm part of something amazing here that I'm never going to be in the middle of unless I come back. And Zephyr remembers that same sound. We're like, "What is that sound?" Ah, we didn't know at We had to ask them in the, the breakfast hall. Yeah, yeah. What, what, is, what? was it that we could hear? Like,
0: and oh, oh like, that's just Monk. Monk is just freaking out because of the lions. Yeah. So,
1: like, thumbs up. It was five stars, full on. Like, I it.
0: wanted to hold Zephyr up like Baby Simba. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean?
2: Like, if there's one. That- Hopefully, let's copyright, but I would say if any anyone interested in going on a safari and in Kenya or Africa in general, hurry boy, it's waiting there for
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> a single mom budget travel. What a pleasure, you guys. Thank you so much, Byron, for joining us. I actually kind of want to go to Africa together again. Yeah. <laughs> Bring- and hopefully, she doesn't get eaten by lions. Oh! <laughs> oh my
1: God. God. You will throw her at the lions. <laughs> the girlfriend I don't have anymore. Oh! oh <laughs> Alright, look. Well, okay, right. we're out of here. Bye
0: oh
2: bye.